0: everybody so we are so excited we are here to talk about the latest episode of star trek discovery uh that is the mid-season one uh premiere last uh on sunday and it was called despite yourself episode 10 and my friend tom is here to talk about it hi yeah so let's talk about just some overall thoughts before we dive into it um what was your overall response to this episode
1: well maybe we better say um if you haven't watched the episode oh yes you're gonna want to watch the episode yes um spoilers because there's spoilers. no yeah there's no there's no way to avoid <laughs> deeply spoiling the episode if you haven't seen it yet uh, yeah there's a uh, they've they pulled the trigger and uh they've they're doing the ultimate fan service thing we've all kind of been suspecting they would do and that's the mirror universe um what do you know about the mirror universe, Rachel?
0: Well, I have seen mirror mirror. And uh, so it's just kind of like a, uh, a, I don't know. I can't think of any other word, but like a, a sort of a, a dark side version of, uh, of their their, of their current reality. It's right. Like the,
1: right. It's where, so where the, you know, the, the, you know, the Star Trek is known for its optimistic vision of the future the mirror universe takes all that turns on it on its head and says, what if we don't choose that? What if we choose something very different than this open enlightened, um, federation? And we, what if we choose instead a domineering paranoid rabid empire, uh, which we could easily do given the history of the 20th century, um, in, in space instead of this, yeah, instead of this, you know, sort of, um, this open enlightened federation well the, the the universe attempts to answer that question so they um the crew find themselves there um and mm-hmm. um as far as they know no one has ever passed through to that other side before now um the crucial decision that the, the one thing that makes this a parallel universe that that makes it different is uh goes back to the beginning of this you know, this history of Star Trek, uh, like the history of the Star Trek universe where, you know, there was a man named Zephron Cochran who who invented the warp drive, right? That's what the Enterprise runs on. That's what every Star Trek ship has ever run on is this faster than light engine. So that they can you can travel the stars and get to other planets in a matter of weeks instead of decades.
0: Don't they meet him in one of the movies? They Isn't do. that the Cromwell
1: character? Yeah. That's right. And yeah. if you remember in that, after his flight, the Vulcans show up saying, live long and prosper. And he reaches out a hand and says, thanks. And in the mirror universe, that didn't happen. Instead, he reached out a hand and it has a, had a shotgun in it. And he blew, blew the Vulcans' head off and they took over the ship um, and stole Vulcan technology and developed their own thing and, and basically took over the galaxy with sheer, you know, sheer, uh, brute force. Um, and, uh, that was the difference. That's, that's what changed everything. Um, so everything is, is the same up to that point, whereas Ephraim Cochran decides how to greet his Vulcan, uh, the the new Vulcan visitors.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, so that's interesting because that, that is about how do we greet the unknown? Um, do we give it a, a fair shot or do we just shoot it down and how does that determine what will be thereafter and how we'll treat continue to treat the unknown mm-hmm. so that's all very interesting and that's that, that's what we that's what we're getting into with this episode
0: hmm. so this is pretty exciting for star trek fans then this is something you've been wanting to people have been wanting to see this mirror universe
1: yeah, uh, I was. Now the thing is with the mirror universe and the way it's been treated, I, I've kind of gotten tired of it myself. Like, I mm-hmm. its charm is worn off. Like it, it's oh yeah, it's the character, but they're bad. You know, it's the bad version of them. Yeah, I get it. Like, what uh, that stopped being interesting for me relatively quickly. Um, and I was a little nervous about why about Discovery doing that because I thought, oh boy, they they're just retreading old territory but the circumstances that they find themselves in and passing over to the mirror universe are interesting because it's not one character or a small set of characters trying to make their way in the mirror universe which is typically what they've done in other shows Um, they've got the entire crew confronting this reality Um, they're all in the same boat Um, literally and figuratively they're all having to try to figure this out and in fact in this episode they only actually talk to one or two natives uh, in the mirror universe and only meet a few you know Um, Mm -hmm. most of the time it's them coping with oh crap what do we do now
0: yeah um yeah that's really interesting uh i feel like i don't know i feel like i need a little bit like talking off the ledge a little bit for me with this episode because I did not respond well to it. I really didn't like it. (laughs) And I, it's easy to say, Oh, well, you know, like here I'm Mrs. Hallmark movie. So I like things that are usually positive and happy and yeah, but it's not about that. It's not about it being, it honestly isn't about it being dark. It's that it felt joyless to me and that's different. There, there's things that are dark that, that still are hopeful and it just felt unrelentingly joyless to me. And and that's something that Star Trek has never been in all of the things I've ever seen with Star Trek. And it just, it felt like a pylon. And it reminded me of kind of how I felt about Batman v Superman in the sense that like, it was just some things that were supposed to be hopeful, like Superman, were very joyless. <laughs> and, yeah. and it just kept piling it on and on and on. And and I just felt kind of ill after I finished watching it, and I was really pretty discouraged after I saw it. And I don't know, I just I, I I feel I know it's a strong reaction, but I really that I'm being honest, that's really how I felt. And I just felt like, did we have to have every character, including Tilly, become you know dark and become? Hopeless, and you know, like we have murder and sexual perversion, and we have I, I, anyway, we'll get into the details, but like it just felt like a pylon to me, and I really didn't like it. Um, so, but let's kind of dive into it, and hopefully, this is just because this is just the beginning that it will, you know, that it will have it'll grow, and you know, this is just sort of the dark place to start but I, I kind of worry that they took the feedback from the first part the people who didn't like it and I, I'm worried that they made the wrong choices and that they uh, I don't know that... well, I, don't, I
1: don't think the turnover I, I will challenge that to some extent because I don't think the turnover allows for that My, I, I remember on After Trek after like episode two had aired they said they had just finished filming the, se- the season finale mm, okay. so um, I don't think there's any fan feedback here other than within you know internally um affecting their choices here mm-hmm. um,
0: so well let's talk about some of the different characters so we have this dark uh, they've obviously had this spore jump where they don't know where they are mm-hmm. and they uh, they figure out that there is this there's these the ship in kind of pieces that they that's sort of surrounding them and uh it turns out that it they end up getting under attack by this vulcan uh vulcan ship
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and uh so they're trying to figure out kind of everything that's happening and uh so they they find out that there is this uh this um what's it called the the um terran
1: terran empire
0: terran empire what do you know about what do you think about this terran empire can you uh,
1: like do you want me to give some facts or give me give you my reaction both um okay well some facts about it they're they're, you know they're basically um ancient roman space in many ways um, um or nazis in space um you've got the salutes you've got um Although it's much less. It's like Nazis, but it's there's, they, uh, they follow a faceless emperor. So there's not so. I don't get the sense that there's a cult of personality at work. It's simply mm-hmm. just they all they worship power, um, and um, I like that this episode highlighted the element in the empire of fear. Um, that the way you move up the ranks in the empire is by killing your um, superiors. Um, that means that no matter where you are, no matter where you're at in the hierarchy, unless you're at the bottom, which you don't want to be, but if you're anywhere on the hierarchy, someone's gunning for you. You're all, you always need to be afraid. You always need to be worried about who to suck up to, to move up and, um, who to distrust on who's, who's under you, um, who who may turn on you no matter how friendly they may seem. Um, so it's, it's a completely dysfunctional society in that sense. there's no trust everything is everything is uh based on fear and actually i think what's a, it is a bit unrealistic in the sense that i'm not so sure they could achieve this much just running on fear mm. um uh, you know uh, to that degree
0: interesting um, yeah
1: but yeah it's it it's definitely horrible and you you you'd like to think that you wouldn't you know and actually I, what i what i do like about this ex- as an exercise is it's it's saying, if you were in, in, in Germany in the 1930s, what would you do? What would you have done? Mm-hmm. And Star Trek answers that question with, you would have Sieg And you know what? I think that's the right answer. You would have what? Sieg <laughs> You mm-hmm. would have, You would have uh, been right on board. And I think for most of us, that's the right answer. Under the right circumstances, I think we're all waiting for our orders to destroy each other um there's at least a piece of us that is vindictive and ugly and cynical and nasty and if we and if we give it power and if if the right circumstances give it power that's it yeah but,
0: but doesn't that isn't that not star trek to me like star trek to me has always been some i mean i'm no expert but it's always been about basically forming this space utopia like it, at its yeah, core it like this
1: you so don't right, think? Go ahead. Yeah, it is. It, it, uh, no. Yeah, it is. you're right. Star Trek is about forming a space utopia. But the, the problem is that um, that, that uh, impulse can be really frightening. Um, you, you know, it, you want to scare me with somebody, show me a utopian. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actual utopias, you know, and I think the United States is probably the closest thing the world will ever see uh, to anything like a utopia.
0: Mm-hmm. So far, mm-hmm.
1: that, wasn't fil- that wasn't formed by fanatics committed to a, a glowy, sunny vision. It was formed by people who understood how badly things could go and mm-hmm. put in all kinds of checks and balances and all kinds of restraints and constraints to make sure things didn't go bad and to allow for human failing and human error and bad decision making. And and someone having a bad day and turning the whole table over and and ruining it Mm -hmm. for everybody else, Um, and so uh, it's interesting. I think you're right. You you really want to build a utopia. You don't do it naively. You know, you don't go into it thinking everybody's going to be on their best behavior because they won't be. Mm -hmm.
0: Is it a little heavy handed though to have like the most bright and positive kind of member of the crew become the like kind of evil captain is that a little much no i think
1: I, I think it's interesting because she she does have this ambition right she does have this, have this ambition to be a captain mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you also worry about her a little bit and why do you think that is why do you why do we wonder whether she'll actually reach her ambition
0: mm-hmm. because I, I think it's because yeah. yeah go ahead because of her just her fear uh would stop her
1: Right, yeah, that she's kind of reluctant to, you know, she's, she's yeah, that she's, I think what she's afraid of is being Captain Killy, you know, I think she's afraid of her own ambition, and I think that we all are to some extent, mm-hmm. uh, we don't want power because we know we would become the tyrant, um, and here I think the characters are going to have tremendous room to grow, especially Tilly, because... They're going to see their dark sides and survive they're going to look themselves in the eye that their darkness in the eye and walk and, and come away from it knowing that they're fine
0: hmm. interesting yeah uh do so they will get to kind of see the dark version of themselves yeah. in upcoming episodes you think i mean they already i guess maybe have a little bit but um yeah that would be interesting i i that's what I'm hopeful for. Is that we'll get some of that, like, kind of re- we'll get some really strong redemption arcs, and we'll get some really strong. Uh, so I'm trying to keep things in perspective. It was just, right. it was just a lot for one episode, and uh, you know, you've got you've got Lorca getting tortured by the end. You've got, uh, you know, we'll go into kind of some other stuff, but it it, it was a lot. <laughs> For one episode, for yeah, me. no,
1: it is heavy, and this is this is why I don't tend to, I tend to tire of the the Mirror Universe episodes partly because yeah I, I have have the same feeling you do I get kind of sick to my stomach,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't feel good when I'm yeah. watching them, but um, I it redeems itself if it comes out to something Trekkie. if it comes out to yeah. a a, a pot where Star Trek telling a worthwhile story about us and and who we are and what we can survive and not and all that um, yeah. And I think that I, I trust the writers that, they'll, that they're going there. Yeah. Um, and in fact, it, I think it's so beautifully, as I think about each of the characters and, and how they're confronting their dark selves, um, the more I see, oh yeah, that, no, that's exactly what they're doing. And uh, you, you look at on, on, the, on the, the inverse of, of Tilly, which is Lorca, right? Where he's, uh, he's used to being in charge. He's um, yeah. the, the briskly striding, you know, walking away from the explosion captain. Um, super confident um, warrior, except that he keeps a, a you know a gun under his pillow, mm-hmm. um, and actually has some serious problems. Um, but now he finds himself um, in the position of being a victim of tyranny, victim of someone's whims or their their warlike decision to, you know, screw you. I've got a war to win mentality.
0: So how permanent do you think the things that happen in this parallel universe are? You know, that, because uh, uh, we'll talk about what happens to, to Stamets, but um, do you think that this is some kind of, I don't know, uh, alternate timeline that, that like, things won't be, I don't know if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> like, uh, like so, yeah, because we, we lost a character. Um yeah. Right, um, Doctor, uh, what's his first name or his last name? It starts with a C. Um, oh, Culber. Okay. Um, so Dr. Culber dies and uh, he's been presented to us as a stable character. Like he's a major character. And yeah. Gone.
0: I mean, that was shocking both. when we'll talk about Ash uh, in a second. But that was shocking both for what happened, but also... For who did it you know of course was shocking
1: <laughs> yeah it me. was yeah, yeah. I, I yeah i i i was watching it with my wife and i said i gas I, I audibly gasped and said he's gone <laughs> he's dead <laughs> like I, yeah. I, I i had to like i had to process it for a second like no they just did that
0: yeah um, and it's shocking i mean not only it's shocking for a lot of reasons it's shocking with how like it wasn't like it was some kind of beautiful death if that makes sense with yeah, him no, like no giving drama. his last it words was it was, was just
1: snuffed yeah
0: yeah it was just and uh and also kind of shocking that they would do that for that they would have both of the lgbtq characters kind of incapacitated slash dead uh-huh. um this midway into the season that was surprising to me um and <laughs> uh yeah i i'm just surprised on a sort of publicity kind of i don't know that they would do that and it was surprising for ash i guess we should just go ahead and just talk about ash because we talked about in the last episode about how it was a good thing that he was portraying this character with ptsd from what yeah. had happened with the klingon and uh that he it was a you know a an abuse survivor basically Uh and
1: sexual abuse survivor yes
0: a sexual abuse survivor and now they basically are kind of bringing up this idea that like he his body had been like significantly changed by the Klingons we see that that his bones his 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 body like that it may not even really be him exactly
1: Yeah, it's um, fascinating what they've teased us with, and I could I, I could see a lot of like, this dipped lips on on after trek, <laughs> um, as they tried hard not to
0: not to talk spoil.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, not to spoil things because because yeah. So what they've 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 definitely hint, they've made it clear that his body has been significantly altered. Like they've changed his height. Um, there's scar tissue all over his organs. And that his personality may be an overlay. It may not be his actual personality.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I kind of, I don't know. Like, again, I, I I felt like I needed one character to kind of lean on in this episode or feel like I was kind of, after feeling like really positive about him, like it was sort of shocking for him to, all of a sudden he's not even who, maybe not even who we think we, he is and he's like. Brutal, pretty brutally murdering this char- this somewhat beloved character. It was pretty shocking. <laughs> uh, yeah, but- no, that's
1: a good point. No one to lean on. I think that's probably exactly the feeling they were hoping to give us. Was that mm-hmm. no, we're on our own?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: they're on their own. We're on our own. Uh, even uh, even Michael Burnham is rattled because she's had to, you know, kill a friend again. Only yeah version you know
0: and i forget that character name but yeah here's somebody on the uh the original ship
1: yeah he'd been on been the shenzhou yeah he'd been on the shenzhou and um, michael was responsible for his his death on, in her universe and had to be responsible for it in the next one too so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that the acting in the I, I, you can't argue the the fight that fight sequence in the turbo lift was outstanding yeah you I mean, just cinema grade um mm. I, I i i kind of I, I, by that, that aspect of it by the way i'm enjoying star trek's return to good old-fashioned fisticuffs um that was something that was more prominent in the original series than in the later shows and it's kind mm. of fun to see it back
0: oh well, that's um, interesting yeah yeah no it's really well made you can't argue with that for sure and really i mean the acting is really good and uh, so yeah, no, that's true, and it's interesting to see, uh, Kat, um Burnham just process all of this. You know, yeah. she <laughs> like anybody, she struggles, mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see all of them. Kind of, you see Lorca kind of trying to figure out how to be humble, you know. But
1: yeah, and take orders, and
0: yeah, <laughs> help
1: captain, and. And he's a pragmatic dude. He knows that he's not chafing against it. But I think he's... I, I, that that last look of the show where he's in that torture chamber and, um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's clear that uh, things are not going the way... This position is not going the way he expected.
0: So does... Uh, I don't know. So is Laurel, is she on she was unleashed from the prison right from the cell
1: well they were beaming out of that off that ship and she grabbed onto them so she um yeah that well, they were in the cell they 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 found their way to the cell to f- they were freeing other federation prisoners and that she oh. was in there um and because uh, cause
0: ash but pulls up the the barrier to her right when they're talking
1: Oh yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah, show. Oh, yeah. oh, no, uh, you're we're getting confused. I'm talking about on the Klingon ship, she was, um, she was, oh, in yeah, 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 prison yeah. area. And and then as they beamed off the Klingon ship, she grabbed onto them and be and found herself aboard the Discovery. And they made right, right, them. right, right, yeah, okay. So then he then, yeah, then she's kind of in his head somehow or other, uh huh. And she tries to trigger him with a Winter Soldier kind of thing, and and he, uh, he has a moment where it it doesn't quite do what she expects. Um, something goes sideways. Um, and he doesn't do what the programming apparently was supposed to get him to do. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause he says, I'm not myself. He's kind of snaps out of it. Yeah. And, but he's not, I don't know if he's a hundred percent out of it, uh, but he's, She's still in the cell. Then I couldn't tell if she had, if they had. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still a little confused on that.
1: Yeah, but, no, she's um she's still in the cell. Okay, okay. But um you know, she's not running loose on the ship. But he he did open it for a minute and then closed her back in. okay, oh, okay. He's kind of okay. not too sure of himself and what he's supposed to be doing or who he is.
0: Yeah, because then because he's like very rattled by this, of course. Yeah by this experience. And so he goes to the sick bay and he asks Colbert to do these, uh, basically like a, um, an MRI kind of a thing on him. And yeah. that's when Colbert says, like, you're not, when he figures out that he has all the scarring and this, you know, these problems. And that's also when Stamets kind of wakes up and says, be careful. The enemy's here. Yeah. And yeah, we, uh, Um, and we get our, uh, naps, uh, we get our next snapping, shocking moment.
1: Yeah. And and I don't, which I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think he remembers. Like he, there was a scene after that where someone was like, well, where have you been? And he doesn't, he is missing time. He's like, you know, I'm not sure. Um, he's like, I'm not sure how I got here. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he remembers killing Culver. But, um, yeah,
0: I don't think I think so. I think he's like half and maybe not half and half, but like 80 20. Like he's yeah, still a little bit under I that control
1: that ratio.
0: You know And I, yeah. I felt like even you could kind of tell from the ending when he's with Burnham like he's just not completely himself. Mm-hmm. You can just tell.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what's weird is that like I I felt, I felt like, oh am I gonna be eating everything I said about oh what a cool character he's been through sexual abuse. He's definitely not a Klingon spy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm eating all that to some extent, but no, not really. Like, if he generally think genuinely thinks he is who he claims to be, there thinks he, he he is who he claims to be, then he he's feeling abused, right? He's feeling traumatized.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like it could have been more interesting to have him be sort of a a wounded survivor kind of character and. Like I don't yeah. feel like they had to make every character kind of suspect, and I I, I always like having one hero that you can kind of be fully behind that you're a, you know that's your character that's your Luke Skywalker or Harry Potter or that you know that you that you're, I don't know that is well, your sort of moral well, center uh, Burnham, moral center. Burnham,
1: Burnham
0: he doing that for you? Well. Not she has i to, guess we but, didn't I mean, get a ton of her in this one so maybe that was part of it she yeah kn- maybe that's part of it is uh we really uh, it was more this was more of an episode on the other characters really when you think about it
1: yeah no that's true there was a lot of focus on everybody else and also that well well and also that you know what they were doing here they dropped a huge fan service bomb on us really i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know leave aside that the episode is directed by jonathan frakes who played commander Riker on next mm-hmm. gen yeah leave aside um leave aside the fact that it's the mirror universe which all all by itself is big but yeah we see a schematic of a constitution class starship you know which was the the class of the enterprise um the original enterprise and so we get the sense that yeah these are contemporaries Mm -hmm. um and uh uh, also a reference to not one but two episodes from other um direct references to uh, two episodes from two different Star Trek series. Yeah. To the original series and then to um, uh, the, uh, the Tholian web in the original series and it, through a mirror darkly in Enterprise, which I recommend. Um, okay. a mirror darkly is interesting because it's an episode of oh. Enterprise that actually takes place in the mirror universe.
0: Oh, okay. I haven't heard of that one. Okay. Uh, yeah. So do you think that Stamets and Colbert are do you, th- do you think we're gonna see them again you think that there's i don't know somehow or do you think at least colber is do you think he's dead dead
1: um well the on after track they indicated that he was not that we haven't seen the last one but i don't know if that means he gets better or um if it means that he'll be back in a flashback or he'll be in a parallel reality or yeah you know what these kind of sci-fi things um <laughs> death is very mutable <laughs> so um uh-huh yeah we'll see
0: if they get if they're able to jump back out of the mirror universe yeah will everything do we know in star trek if everything will revert back to where it is things
1: do not revert no Um, because that one it can impact the other you know in the original series kirk inspires spock to um to become a leader of an of a revolt and in deep space nine the the mirror episodes of deep space nine we see the results of that um and actually in Deep Yeah, in Deep Space 9 when they c- cover the Mirror Universe the, the Terran Empire is fallen. And he, humans are are the alien trash of the galaxy. Um you know, if you're a Terran, you're wearing a badge that looks like the planet Earth and you're in a jumpsuit and you're in a work camp somewhere. Um getting spit on by Klingons and Cardassians and Vulcans.
0: Okay. All right. Uh okay, well that'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they, they 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 can impact each other and I, yeah, I'm really curious to see where they go with this. And they've teased too, the emperor. Who is the emperor? <laughs> because they we we got a definite sense that like no, we should care who the emperor is.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, and in, in this dark reality, not only is Tilly the dark captain but also uh also burnham is as
1: mm-hmm. well yeah, uh, yeah exactly yeah she's a dark captain as well yeah uh, they're all going to be facing aspects of themselves that they do not like um mm-hmm.
0: yeah and lorca is is a uh, is a is seen as a traitor and so that's why they they to- they put him in the torture chamber whatever yeah that- which was hard and so he was you know screaming and and uh uh and yeah there's even the long live captain burnham long live the empire yeah oh my gosh and
1: God. what's what fun- what was funny about that is that like knowing this society and how they function if the other guy had emerged from the turbo lift they'd be doing the same thing they had no particular loyalty to Burnham. they just have the they all they worship is power
0: yeah yeah
1: and, it's, and you, they, everybody did a good job playing that well, that sort of deer in the headlights look that everybody has on their faces at all times that they're always trying to hide. Um, yeah, that was really interesting to see. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I, I'm behind the, it. Like I, 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 these episodes make me uncomfortable too, but I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm going with them because I have confidence that the story they're gonna try to tell is worth telling and that it won't just be, and everything sucks, the end you know it will be that
0: yeah i mean i i i'm gonna be optimistic and i I mean i guess there's only five more episodes of this mid-season which is kind Mm of i mean wow that's not very many for them to i mean they opened a huge can of worms uh for them to wrap up in only five up i mean not to wrap it up but you know what i mean like to well, I, have
1: it hey on the other series they've spent at most two episodes uh you know in the mirror universe so and in the, in the in the you know mirror mirror it's one episode it's you know it's it's 50 minutes
0: yeah um, that's true but the character it's it's not quite as quite as dramatic uh right. as uh, <laughs> as this as all this so it's it's really interesting i I feel better even now, just after we have talked about it. Good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, why did I agree to, to podcast about this show? Because I really didn't like this. Uh, and, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I committed and I, I'm glad, uh, because I, I, I'm, I hope that they, I don't know. I just hope that they don't try to provide some kind of, cautionary tale you know what i mean like of like people who see our current you know situation in our country or whatever as some kind of apocalypse whatever and uh i hope that they that they don't do that i hope that they they keep that optimism in the end like i'm fine if there's some episodes but uh if there's this is not like I said, some kind of cautionary tale of like where tyranny can lead you or something like in the dark side, I would not be a big fan of that. Uh, I, I, I want to see these, some redemption. I want to see some, uh, you know, this is in the end, thoughtful entertainment.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I don't think you're going to get a Twilight Zone ironic ending where everything is, or Black Mirror kind of ending where everything is just dark and that's it. You know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, that's not Star Trek. It's not, that's not how it's going to play out. Now it may be disturbing what you go, what what these characters go through and what you see, but like, yeah, in the end, the message is you have a choice, but you need to understand you have two very clear and opposite choices and it's not like, oh, well, obviously I'll be good. Well, no, it's, it's going to be more complicated than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And it may not be as easy as you think to just choose good.
0: Yeah, cuz it's true what you say. I mean, we we all like to think we would be the uh the the person that would be uh standing up, you know, for the the Corrie 10 booms of the the world or the right. you know that we like to think that we would be that person, but uh obviously it's just, you know a lot of us wouldn't and that's just a fact. And uh, uh cuz you know it's tough. It's just really tough.
1: And why is it, you know, guys ask, why do, why do uh, girls always look for the bad boy? Well, because they sense, women sense that, uh, that a man who's in touch with his more aggressive tendencies and has at least contact with his darker self, manage that darker self. The mm-hmm. nice guys, you know, the Ned Flanderses of this world, those are the guys you have to worry about. Those are the guys who are going to snap like a dry twig and take out a post office because they don't understand how bad they are uh-huh. they don't understand yeah. how awful they are and so it'll sneak up on them on a on an idle tuesday and suddenly they're a monster
0: yeah it's true people like ted bundy and stuff nicest guys around yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people who didn't know you know uh yeah there's
1: the guy who makes good decisions he seems to be holding the world together pretty well but he's also you know maybe he gets in a bad mood sometimes or maybe yeah uh maybe he's not entirely thrilled or trusting with people at all times because he knows Mm -hmm. how bad things can get
0: Mm -hmm. interesting yeah so it, it it will be it will be interesting to see what happens and uh yeah so there you go this one I mean i I really didn't enjoy watching it, so I would give it a low score, but it 's hard because it 's just a piece of this puzzle, yeah. and I kind of have to wait to give my full score till I see what happens and and uh, right, right you know so uh, but anyway, it'll be fun. We will uh, get together and talk about the next episode Can't next wait. week i It will probably have to be later in the week because i'm going to be gone this whole weekend for a funeral. Uh, okay. And so I won't yeah. get to watch it probably until like Tuesday of next week. Uh, Cause I don't get back until Monday. So, right.
1: okay. No problem.
0: So anyway, we'll be in touch and uh, let us know in the comment section, what you thought of the episode. Uh, if, if you've been a fan of the series or not been a fan, uh, what you thought. And um, thanks so much for joining me talking about it. I really appreciate it.
1: It was a good, it was good fun. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Um, so where can people find you?
1: Um, I'm on Twitter at El Mano um, and Also at Happy Place Poems, where I've I've been posting uh, poetry inspired by Disneyland.
0: Awesome. I'll have the links down to that in the description section. Definitely check that out. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on uh, iTunes and YouTube, and also the Homeworkies podcast we are recording tonight. so, uh, So there'll be an episode tomorrow. So that'll be really fun. And uh, so lots of fun stuff going on. And uh, thanks so much.